Gotta love technology. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. This is Jenny G. Perry, and I'm going live with Goddess and Gab tonight. Gotta love uh, the Internet and technology. I had you guys waiting for almost a minute, but I wanted to just hop on real quick and be live time and get real about what we are letting go of in 2016. Uh, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs in my business And there are a lot of people that struggled so much, and I think it's just time to focus on putting fresh energy into 2017. And that means that spend some time between now and New Year's Eve and kind of reflect upon your wins and your losses in 2016. And even if it's painful, kind of look back and try to get the lesson that you can get out of 2016. It was a big year for us and our family, a lot of transformation. Um, I, In all honesty, I wanted to be real with everybody. I had a lot of opportunities that fell through, which was very frustrating. Uh, but I'm still going to be that person that explores all, our, all of our, her options. And when you're an entrepreneur, that's, that's what you do. That's what you do. You keep trying new things, and some people are going to tell you that they have your answer. And uh, they may or may not. And I met a lot of people that turned out to not be exactly who they said they were online. That's a good lesson for somebody who trusts a lot of people. I learned a lot. Uh, I learned that I love working with entrepreneurs. I love being a coach. But I'm going to work not as hard in 2017. That's going to be what I do. I'm going to focus on having more fun, playing more, and being more strategic with the way I do things. Um, so I'm going to automate more. And that means that I am different to some people than well. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to take the same route that I did with the summer, um, this upcoming summer, where I am going to take a lot of time off to spend time with my family. So that's super important. Um, I didn't really let anybody know I was coming on, so I don't know if I'm going to um, call it at all because it's such a random time, but I will just kind of talk about 2017, what I think that my words might be for 2017. I'm thinking that my word will be expansion. And for some of you, that may be like, what the hell is expansion? So you could be expanding your business, expanding your mind. I just like the word expansion. I like the word possibility. I also am going to focus on the word celebrate because I feel like there's always this feeling about like celebrating life, like once certain things happen, once you achieve them. And I've even had that happen with weight loss, with putting a book out, to put two books out. And you just kind of always think that at the end of something, there's that pot of gold. And really the pot of gold is every day. It's, it, it's in your enjoying the small things, like not really a big early riser, but when I do have to get up to get my kids up, I, my husband wakes them up on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and I do Thursday and Friday because I'm not a morning person. And I've been just focused on looking at the sun rising and looking at the fact that it gives me more hours in the day, trying to focus on the positive and really trying to enjoy every day. It's not just about the holidays. It's about like, you know, what if, you, what if 2017 was going to be your last year? And I'm not trying to be morbid. But let's be honest, we never know how much time that we have. And so it's like if I knew that 2017 was my last year, yes, put aside the fact that you would be sad, but like really what would you want to do? And it's not, yes, 
great. Um, like Terry Fisher just passed away, unfortunately, the other day. And I was looking, a couple of things that struck me about her death was that it made me really think about, aside from the bikini, so yes, we sexualize her a bit, but she was a strong female character. And I have her and I have Wonder Woman. Like, those are my superheroes. And while she wasn't a superhero, she was to me. And she had said something about, I guess there's a lot of people talking about the way she aged. And she was like, why are you so focused on, like, don't worry about the way I aged? And something about youth and beauty being something that's very limited and how much time is spent on those things. It it really made me think. And um, had a heart attack on the way home from Europe. And she had taken this European vacation right before she died. And I was like, wow, like, if there's any blessing in it, it's that she was able to do that. But it's like six years old. It's like that just seems so young nowadays. Like that seems like 40 years old to me, which I'm about to turn 40 in less than six months. So that's another thing that's got me reflecting. And so if I really think about it, yes, vacations would be great. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go to Italy. There's certain things that I want to do. But I have five children, and they're so, you know, my business and my children are my focus, so I can't necessarily just sit around the way I would like uh, just yet. But, you know, how many more laughs would I want to have in the next year? How many more times of being really present with people, like not on my phone, I'm on my phone a lot because I use it for business, and how many more, um, you know, times would I be out in nature versus that hustle. Like as an online entrepreneur, one of my one of my items that I look up to is Gary V. And if if you guys know who he is, he's all about the hustle and he loves that. But I know that if I hustle too much and I get on the computer where I'm just like bring bring bring, you know, just too focused on that, I can start to feel really spaced out and not connected. There's a balance that needs to happen. And Everyone's balance is going to be different. For some people, they can spend 12 hours on their computer every day. I can't. Now, if I'm writing, um, you know, a, a, one of my books or if I'm writing a blog, I can be on there for hours and it doesn't seem to dream me. The same way as like, I don't want to say busy work, but other business type things. Because if you're a writer or you have a certain craft, you know that you're in that zone and all uh, like time, it just, time is not even a thing. You're just in the zone and it's timeless. And that's another thing that I want to focus on for 2017 is writing more. I did not write as much as I would have liked to in 2016 because we had some things that we had to deal with here in our house, and I wasn't as um, in the zone for writing. I can't force myself to write. So if I'm in the mood to write, I will write. And I wasn't feeling very inspired last winter. That was very rough until this spring, and that's in all honesty. can't always talk about everything that's going on, but I am somebody who's a real human being, and even though I am an excellent coach and I'm very positive, shit happens. Life happens. And that's the shit I want to let go is I want to let go of any limitations, any fears, any doubts, anything that I feel like stands in my way. And one of the things that even as a, as a mindset coach, mindset is so important because when I start working with somebody, you can see that you have a lot of hidden, hidden mindset I don't want to say errors, but that's the only way I can, I can say. It's almost like you have this error code, like you want to do something, but then it's not happening the way you'd want it to. And it's almost like if on a computer, you would be trying to perform a function and you would be getting the error stream, but you're not realizing it. But if it's not happening, yes, there's divine timing, but oftentimes you do have a flawed belief, a pattern, a block, things that you are not aware of. And so I really, um, I have 
a mastermind that starts on January 2nd. That is the inner goddess experience. And I'm going to take women through what their mindset blocks are and really bust through them, whether it's relationships, whether it's business, whether it's um, just overall life. We all have our stuff that we're working on. And personal development is not something that you like flip a switch and you're like, oh, it's fixed. I got everything figured out. Anybody who tells you that, it's not true because even like Oprah, I mean, look, Oprah struggled with weight, you know, her weight and she was doing Weight Watchers. Like she has her stuff. And like you could look at Tony Robbins and he still pushes himself. Like the greats, like they're still pushing beyond whatever their own ceiling is because we all have that ceiling. We have a ceiling for money. We have a ceiling for business. We have a ceiling, you know, for success. We have a ceiling for love. We have a ceiling with how much good we're willing to accept. Like you don't think you have a ceiling until you hit it and you're in a little bit of overwhelm where you're like, oh, my goodness, that was a lot. So when you're in love, you're like, wow, that's a lot. Or if you have a lot on your plate and things are going really well, it can still feel like a lot. It's almost like taking a deep breath in, like you have to take in something new. So even if you get like a new promotion, that is the best thing that's ever happened to you, it can feel overwhelming. Not because of the responsibility, not even that. It's just a bigness. It's bigger than what you had before. So maybe if you're listening, take a look at where your ceilings are. Like what ceilings have you hit up against? And really take a look at how comfortable are you pushing past that ceiling at that next level, whatever that new thing is. And some of you might just think, I am totally not. And you're like, show me the money. I want more money. But how many people have won the lottery and then they've actually gone back to being poor, poorer even than they were before because they couldn't handle that new. It's like, it's like you have to go from a, maybe a, a, low, a low income or, you know, a middle class mindset of money to now you're a millionaire what does that mean it's it's the same with people losing weight like if you for me i had a really hard time adjusting from always feeling like the fat girl to them being the thin girl you like don't even know who you are so on the flip side you may have had something going really well in your life and then that's taken away and that you feel that loss of maybe you had a high position and then you were laid off or maybe you were married or in a long-term relationship and that got taken away. And it really does shake your identity. So it goes both ways. And so it's like while I'm telling you that you have to be comfortable in expanding into that newer one, when maybe you get pulled down to the one that's below, don't freak out. Like, you know, acknowledge your feelings, but you can always go back to that high level that you were at. Or maybe it changes. Because if you did this high-level position and you get laid off, maybe like that's where we trust the universe and that maybe you're being guided to something else. And maybe you look back and you're like, everybody thinks that the, the almost like the American dream to have this crazy job where you don't care that you're working a lot because you have this high life. Maybe that's not really what you want. I mean, God, I look at the real housewives and I think they have what I think I want in certain aspects, but certain people's lives do look overwhelming or not that fun and, and very heavy to me. I like that feeling of being free. And if I was, you know, my husband was this big wig where I had to be like this trophy wife and I had to like say the right things, that would drive me insane. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the cage. I would hate that. I love being able to express myself. And while at times I do feel like as a mom, I, you know, censor what I say to a certain degree. Some of you might not understand that, that follow me, um, and think I'm very outspoken, but when you're a mom, you're just aware of it. You you um you don't want to you don't want to be too crazy in what you say, and maybe that will change as my kids get older. Uh, you know, we all have a comfort zone on on how we put ourselves out there. 
but be mindful of 2017 to instead of looking at necessarily what goals that you want to have and things that are um, that are tangible, those are great, but sometimes we get those tangible goals, and really what we were looking for was we were looking for the feeling that we were wanting it to generate. So if you want to, if you want to make more money in 2017, then you want that feeling of, of freedom, do you want that feeling of success, do you want that feeling of security, what do you want that feeling of, like the ability to travel, you know, that's, that's a, a whole different thing being able to travel and having money are two totally different things because you could have the money and then find other places to spend it on and then say, I still have no money because that's a mindset. And, you know, losing the weight, is it because you want to feel good about yourself? Well, you have to work on that stuff now, not when you lose the weight. It doesn't work like that because then you kill yourself to try to, you know, fit the certain mold. And then I've been there, I lost 60 pounds and I was like, oh, no, I'm not what I, I'm not, feeling the way I wanted to feel. I still felt that. I still looked at, I was like, my stomach's not perfect. So if you're so focused on the end result, then you missed out on the fun. And the thing I want to say too about success is that success is something that it doesn't have a number. It doesn't have a look. It is literally a feeling because some people, listen, you could be a stay-at-home mom in Idaho and you raised, you know, two children and they're in college and they're thriving and they're happy and you feel like you're a success because you raised your kids and you gave them a great foundation. That's success to you. And don't let anybody make you feel like success has to be a certain thing. Then to other people, you know, their, their level of success is almost like it would have to be at the very, very top. And that's a shame because then what about the little successes every day? What if every day, at the end of every day, you celebrated some success? And made your goals a little bit more daily goals and not just that you can have those end result goals, but be focused on like how much joy did you have? How much did you, were you present? How much did you connect with people? And not just, you know, by email or text or, you know, on Facebook. I mean, a lot of my connections, you know, I'm at home with my kids, but I have a little one with me and the rest of my connections are, you know, online. And that can be very lonely as entrepreneurs is we don't have that personal connection. That's why I go to Starbucks every day, you know, and get my Starbucks because my baristas, they're like my people. They're like, they were like, you know, how are you doing, Jenny? Like they're always making a big fuss over me because that we're craving that human connection. And so with the idea of letting shit go from 2016, maybe it was a great year for you and you really don't want to let go of anything necessarily, but just kind of reflect on um, that, you know, what were some what maybe what were some limiting beliefs that you have and limiting beliefs that we would look at is that like, I never have enough money or um, it's really hard to be successful. It's very hard to make money. Being an entrepreneur is hard, whatever it is where it's hard and it feels like an effort versus, you know, if you flip that around and you start thinking, yeah, what beliefs would I want to implement and would I want to think in 2017? And it would be like, you know, life can be really easy. And I'm always being guided. I'm always being, you know, divinely loved and supported. Like, change your language. Everything always works out. And things have a way of working out when you, you know, when you least expect it. Or, you know, things don't always work out the way you thought they were going to be, but sometimes they work out even better. Like, change your language and really pay attention to your conversations in your mind and with other people. What are you saying? And do you really mean that? Like, would you want what you're saying in your mind and to other people on a billboard? Like, hey, universe, this is my billboard. 
So, I mean, certain things as a mom that'll come out of my mouth where I'm like, you never listen or you always do that. And it's like, that's just, that's bullshit. It's really not true. I'm, I'm over general generalizing, but then if I'm honest with myself, what was I saying to myself at times where I was like, you know, maybe frustrated that things weren't working out the way I wanted. Like I had said at the beginning of the podcast, that there were a few times where opportunities fell through and there were multiple times where things were presented in front of me that I thought were going to work out. And it was disappointing when it didn't work out. Um, and it's all, it all works out in the end, but those, you know, those times when you're like, oh, this is going to be so awesome and I'm so excited and you tell people about it and then it doesn't work out. You know, one of my fears was like looking stupid or seeming like a flake. And then the more I, you know, the longer I've been an entrepreneur, I know that that's actually the way it goes is that you try, you, you put different programs out there. You maybe connect with different people on different projects and some things work out and some don't. But there's no way to know what's going to work until you try it. And that I would say for any of you that are not entrepreneurs that just want to try something new in 2017, and maybe it's, maybe it's a new class. Like in my town, there's going to have like trapeze and like these like, you know, yoga on ropes and stuff like that. And doing something new, you might look stupid. I mean, that's, that's honestly, you might look stupid. And that's one of the things as an entrepreneur, I definitely can tell you, uh, one of my podcast recordings today was about yoga. We are talking about going to a yoga class. It's just like life. Like when you try that new thing, you may look stupid. And there's always going to be somebody that can be like twist themselves into a press ball. And I had entrepreneurs that blew past me with their money, with their, you know, money goals being shattered. And they were just like getting like a bazillion clients an hour. And it's like, okay, so it's just like if we're on the yoga mat, sitting next to each other on the yoga mat, I can sit here and be like, oh, well, now she's on TV or she did this or, you know, she has retreats everywhere in the world or whatever it is. And what is that going to do to me? It's not going to make me more flexible. It's not going to make my yoga practice any better. It's just going to make me feel bad. So what I can do is say, what about my personal best? And honestly, I can say that I'm happy with myself in 2016. And what I'm going to let go of is the limiting beliefs. And I know that as I'm sliding into 40, in 2017, halfway through, I'm definitely going to let go of any more feelings of, you know, fear of the way I'm going to be perceived or the way people think about me. Because you think you do, you think you don't care until you do something outside of your comfort zone or something new. And you're like, wow, shit, I really do care. Because if not, you would have no attachment. That's another thing that I could say that I would like to let go of in 2016 is that, is that, or, you know, let go of from 2016 is that, is that major attachment to things. Because if you look at your life, a lot of times, like, you know, when you, when you just kind of forgot about something or you didn't put so much weight in something, then it actually worked out. And I was wanting to be in love for as long as I can remember. Like, I legitimately had a preschool boyfriend, I remember. Um, and so for the longest time, I just felt like a, a boy would complete me. And then I dated a little bit in culinary school, when I was 18, and then I started hanging out with this guy named Brian. And he was my friend, and he listened to me, because if you haven't noticed, I like to talk. And he was very quiet and mysterious, and I kind of liked that. And before you know it, we hung out, you know, a couple months of of hanging out as friends, and one night we hung out by ourselves, um, because all all of our friends that were in culinary school had gone to wherever they were from for, I think it was like, it it was the spring break. And we hung out. 
And it was like, it was like literally like those like sparks flew and it was just like the next day we were together ever since. And we will be married January 4th for 20 years. And they have been wild and ups and downs. And just imagine a 19-year-old and a 21-year-old getting married because a 19-year-old is pregnant. It's been a wild ride. But we are constantly working on ourselves. We'll send each other on Instagram. We'll send each other, um, you know, posts from Instagram that we're inspired by. And, you know, every once in a while there'll be something funny, but it's mostly entrepreneur stuff. It's, it's positive stuff. It's things for us to kind of cheer each other on, you know, throughout the day, that kind of, you know, motivating, inspiring each other. And it's pretty cool. It, it's pretty cool to be in love with each other and having the same goals at 20 years. And I'm not going to say that it's, you know, I hate when people say I'm lucky because I know I'm lucky, but it's also, it's, it's work. Thank you. And my little one brings me an Elsa wand. Um, see, I ha- always had the wand all along, but it's uh, that kind of feeling of that because I have a good guy that I'm somehow lucky and I am lucky, but he's lucky too. And it's, it's really about putting energy into the relationship. And it's also kind of crappy in a way because it's like, you know, for people to make judgments maybe when people split up because I have friends of mine gotten divorced, you know, or in the process of it. And, you know, is that a shame? It's not necessarily a shame. Sometimes it's a new beginning for them. I mean, me and my husband love each other and we're very happy. But if we didn't enjoy each other's company and it wasn't, you know, at the level that it's at, you know, I want that. I love that. So in in one way, I can say that we have a huge success as, you know, a, a married couple. That is one of those huge successes. And so really take a look at, you know, from 2016, what you can let go of, but also what your successes were. Pat yourself on the back. Go into 2017 with the feeling that, like, I gave 2016 my all, and a lot of you had rough years, a lot of you. So kind of let those things go. You can even write down what you want to let go of from 2016 and, you know, safely burn it on a piece of paper and just let it go into the ethers. And then write a list of instead of resolutions, you know that shit never works. It's, it's heavy, and it's like, oh, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. It's kind of like if you were to think about a theme for the year, like I said, expansion and celebration, those are themes. So look, look at the calendar. Take every month. Focus on a new feeling that you want to feel like. What if you want to make January about celebrating? What if you want to make, you know, February about love? What, you know, whatever it is. And look at themes that you can have throughout the year. So you could have a theme for the whole year. You could have a theme for every month out of the year and kind of focus on that and write that down on post-it notes and kind of like look for everywhere that you can that certain theme and think about your intentions. Like what do you want more of? And so you can look at it as what do you want to let go of? So subtracting from 2017, like what it was from 2016, and what do you want to add? Because that's the things that make those huge differences. So you could say, oh, I want to add more green juice and I want to eat less potato chips. And that's fine if that's what you want your goals to be. But what if it was like, I want to subtract the limiting beliefs from my life or I want to subtract the distractions, the things that I focused on that were not. Maybe you want to subtract some of the focus on the news. And I'm not saying that you not that you be ignorant, but sometimes you need a break from that. And it's about, you know, like kind of filling your mind with the right things, the right mindset. Because if you let the world dictate your happiness, oh, God bless you. Good luck with that one. So add the positive things. You know, maybe you want to create some some new friendships. 
in, in your life and you could start a meetup. I mean, there's so many things that you can do. You have so much power. And so really taking a look at your beliefs and your mindset is the key to everything. It really is. And please don't be hard on yourself. Wherever you're at, whether it's like you feel like you're, you know, at rock bottom or you're not where you want to be, like, this is just today. It's just today. And tomorrow, literally tomorrow is a new day. And this is a brand new year, new year for you to create the life that you want. And don't worry about what anybody else's goals are because that, that doesn't matter. Your goals are perfect for you. It, we kind of have this feeling of that we should want certain things because other people want them. And look, maybe your dream car is a Tesla. Maybe it's a, you know, a vintage car that they change into an electric car. I mean, that would be my ideal is I would love to have like a vintage, a vintage car that we somehow made more environmentally friendly. I mean, there's things that, you know, that are on your bucket list, which I like to call bliss list. Like, you know, your, the things that would create bliss in your life versus like kicking the bucket. But what would be on your bliss list for 2017, not just for your life, but create that bliss list and make it things like, you know, learn to play guitar. Just write five, five things down. Go nuts and write down 20 things, 100 things, whatever it is. And just let yourself dream. Let yourself think of things that you would like more of because the universe is always paying attention. Instead of you just, excuse me, and then this is when we head to the end of this podcast mom takes a mean tone but yes um look at the themes that you want to create in 2017 look for the things that you want to add to your bliss list experiences that you want to have the feelings that you want to have and then just figure out what you want to let go of from 2016 you are going to create such a great foundation for this new year use that energy i mean people lose steam that first week of january because it's like oh my goodness can i really can I really do the things that I said I was going to do, like lose the 10 pounds when I join the gym? And then there's some reason why they don't follow through. And that is a limiting belief there. You actually don't ask, don't achieve some of the things that you want because there is a payoff for where you're at or there might be a downside to the place that you actually, like maybe you, um, you join the gym, but then you're thinking that there's something that you're going to miss out on or just whatever it is, that newness, sometimes we're afraid of that. So, all of you guys, I want to wish you a happy new year and making 2017 your best year ever. So let that shit go and welcome in 2017 with a brand new energy. All right, everyone, take care. This is Jenny G. Perry with Goddess and Gab. And if you want to find out more information on how to work with me, you can go to JennyGPerry.com or you can email me. Jenny at JennyGPerry.com because I have some things that I offer at different on my website. So if you're like, I want to hang out with that girl, I want to work with that girl, then please call me. Uh, not call me. Email me. Message me on Facebook. Connect with me on Instagram or wherever. Everywhere that you want to find me, it's JennyGPerry.com. And now i got to go wrangle a three-year-old who just stole chocolate out of the fridge while mommy's doing her podcast because she knows that that's the way to give me the chocolate. Yes, give me the chocolate. You think I'm joking. She legitimately has chocolate, but she's not. (laughs) So everyone, good night and have a wonderful 2017. Bye-bye.